This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. On this episode of Bantha Milk Podcast, we find out Ahsoka's backstory. And we find out that Nick and Rob should have thought this through beforehand. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Intro music. That should just be the whole, the whole, no, the thing. whole, fashion, fashion. just that going the whole time. Well, let me tell time. you, that wouldn't be the craziest thing I've seen in the world because, yes, this is Band the Mill Podcast. Hi, everyone. Uh, I'm going to take this as an opportunity to, <laughs> Hi, everyone, uh, to get on my soapbox about something that troubles me. Okay. In this society. In this uh, society. I have finally, at, of at the ripe old age of 35, reached the point where I can no longer relate to youth culture. Oh, um, at 35. Yeah, it took long enough. So I've been, um, and I think this is something that we as, as a, uh, now group of influencers yes uh should get on yeah uh, i don't know how often you're on the talk ticks or the tiktoks the oh no tiktoks um, um i'm tagged in it all the time because my wife not, is on it yeah. all the time yes so she had a video that went viral i saw that yeah she and and, and one she was proud of million it. views one billion one uh, billion. there's a fly down here there He's is a fly star he today. likes nick um anyway uh so there's a new trend on tiktok and oh it's the most confusing thing I've ever seen in my life. Is it the um, the background character thing? The live NPCs? Yes. I don't understand what's happening. And the fact that people are giving them... Money. Money. Lots of it. And it's not even like, you know, I could almost understand if it was just like, you know, oh, it's the pretty girls showing all the stuff. But like, there is one that regularly shows up on my TikTok feed, and I don't get it because I don't watch them. And it's the same thing, but it's this fat dude... In a Spider-Man costume, like a onesie that doesn't zip up all the way. And he just kind of does this. And he's like, ooh, glizzies. And I'm like, what the hell is happening? Like, we should put these on. Do you think that we would get money? Like, do you think people would would subscribe if we just did that and we were live NPCs for a day? Just you and me sitting in front of, ooh, roses, smells delightful. Mmm, roses, smells delightful. I think I know what we're doing tomorrow. Like, what is happening? Like... Is this is this when it happens? Is this the moment where, like, yes, evolutionarily speaking, the world goes? <laughs> you are no longer a subset of this particular you, you know that, demographic. You know that picture of evolution where it starts out as caveman yeah. and then it works its way all the way up, and they're standing up, and then they're fully erect, and mm-hmm. now they're they're uh, Homo sapiens. Yeah. Yeah, well, now we are starting to work our way back down. Yeah, that, yeah we've gone that, all the way up. That bell curve. And now yeah, we're going we back down. We peaked the bell curve, now yeah. we're going back down. Well, uh, so be on the lookout for Bantamo Podcast TikTok and our live NPCs uh, coming be, at you. It would be apparently pretty easy to do. All you have to do is just stand there and go, we, and I mm, got the, flowers, I got the, smells I got the nice. Grogu mm, doll, too. Flowers, smells like, nice. Yeah. Mm, flowers, what the hell? Yep, that's it. Oh, God. Anyway, anyway hi, Rob, how hi. are you? 
Good, Nick. How are you? I'm doing all right. We're here once again. It's the road to Ahsoka. It sure uh, is. Ahsoka debuts in a couple weeks here, and we are here. We decided uh, let's rewatch uh, a great show, and so we rewatched season one of Rebels. We're going to talk all about that today. Before we do, I have a drink. Okay. That I Why wanted does your you... camera? Sorry, look like it's in a fisheye view. I don't know. It does though, doesn't it? It does. You got like a nice... Yeah, it's like, <laughs> like yeah, you're knocking know. on the door. Hello. Let me in. It's like any time <laughs> I come to your house and yeah. I press the you're the pressing ring button. the ring button. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess I guess people just get this delightful fisheye view of me. There you go. Um, so I don't have a lot of uh, liquor in the house because I have a child now and I can't afford it. And but she takes all the liquor. She, yeah, yeah, like she's got a real problem. Mm-hmm. I gotta tell you, I gotta. It's it's t- we, we might have, to have an intervention. Yeah, you're gonna yeah. have to have an intervention. Too. Um, but uh, my buddy Johnny, God love him, he brought me a bottle okay. of, of some whiskey. Okay. And I want your opinion. Alrighty. So. We're going to have a little glass of this Lagavulin aged eight years. Eight-year-old Lagavulin. Uh, now, I'm Single going, malt scotch whiskey. Okay. I'm going to be perfectly honest with you. I'm not a, a scotch whiskey type Can of I person. Can I tell you, anyway. um, I know that. There's the thunder if you thunder, heard that. Thunder. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not a scotch whiskey person. Go, go, go. Yeah, boom, boom, boom. Um, and that is fine. Uh, I will tell you. I've had this bottle for three weeks. <laughs> oh, okay. And that's how much I've drank. That's of it. all that. And you like whiskey, so that should tell you. Yes. Again, I, I'm not expecting you to drink this. And go. I'm going to be a, a whiskey person from right. now on. Uh, I am just you, curious to get your. Attention. You have uh, converted me. Yeah, yeah. So pass that bad boy over. I'm going to pour. And I got to tell you, it, and I, you know, I, thank you, Johnny. It is a beautiful looking bottle. It sure and, you is. Know, this is the Ron Swanson special. This is you know, Lagavulin, uh, Lagavulin is what Ron Swanson okay. drinks. Um. So yes, but anyway, I'm gonna just pour you just a just a wee, a wee scotch yes, of this single malt Scotch it. whiskey, because um, single malt is definitely the uh, more pristine of sure, the whiskey. Sure, it's it's less malt than like. Oh my double. god! I can smell it already. Oh yeah, like this is a single <laughs> single malt. Like I'd much rather have a single than a double or a triple malt or right. like a quadruple it, that's, malt. That's like three different barrels that's all combined together, and it's it's going to give you a slightly different taste. Is that what it is? Yeah, I yeah. honestly don't know. Yeah, like the means. single single malt barrel aged means it that means it's, it all comes from the same comes barrel. from one barrel. Interesting. What, what they do a lot of times, um, especially like a. Like what I was gonna say, Johnny is Johnny Walker. Uh, yeah, Johnny Walker's yeah. a bourbon. A bourbon. So what they do is they they will combine a bunch of different barrels together because some of them just depending on where they are in the barn that they're storing them in for all these years. Right. Some of them might be further along in the process. Right. Or... And and they pull in more of the uh, charcoal from the barrel and right. things like that. So you get a smoother blend of everything all together, where a single malt is just straight out of the barrel. This is it, one barrel, and that's it. Well, take a, take a nice little sniff first. Yeah. Give a little sniff test. Oh, my God. It's like lighter <laughs> fluid. Holy <laughs> crap. This is, this is high test, man. I'm this telling you. This is high test. This is like I will finish a bottle of bourbon, you know, like this size in a week. Yeah. On a on a slow you, day, slow week. If you drank more than this amount, you're sleeping over tonight. Yeah. So let's uh, hit cheers. Cheers. And I, yes. I look forward to. Uh, I look forward to your go. thoughts. Here, oh, Rob. Well, I can tell you, the ice cubes didn't even have a chance. I'm just no. going to say that. Like, and it's not even that it's hot. It's just the, the liquor. Yep. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> What do you think? 
So um, I'm in a I'm in a uh, group me chat with a bunch of bourbon snobs. Okay. And the one bourbony snobbiest of them all. Okay. Said he likened this to drinking band aids. Yes. <laughs> He's like it's liquid band aids. It is. It it has a very distinct taste. It's like to a medicinal it. like. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like you don't have to drink anymore. <laughs> um, <laughs> Rob's like, I at, know. At first, I I, know, I, I, know. I, I, I thought I was tasting. First, it almost tasted like like you could taste the barrel, like the the char in the barrel. Mm-hmm. Then it tasted like my parents used to smoke. It tasted it's like an ashtray. Yeah. Like, and band-aids I definitely get the band-aid yeah, aftertaste I, I wouldn't have thought that at all And then he said the word band-aid And I was yes. like yes That is exactly yes, what this it is It totally tastes like band-aids aftertaste That is Holy So God. just so you're aware of what you should be tasting right? Let's see what this is It says <laughs> We journeyed through the village of Lagavulin The mill in the valley And no prettier or more romantic spot Could have been chosen for a distillery We tasted some eight-year-old before starting Which was exceptionally fine Says Alfred Barnard um, this is from the Isle of Islay, right in Scotland. Okay. Um, it's forty-eight percent alcohol by vo- by volume. Jeez, my lips are numb. Yeah. Um. So, it actually doesn't even tell you what you're supposed to taste. Usually, they say, "Oh, you should get like hints of yeah, caramel." Like, yeah. This is just like this is Lagavulin. It's it's Scotch. Whatever it you taste, taste, you taste like gasoline. You should be getting hints of gasoline and band aids. Yeah. Uh, gasoline and band aids. New band name. Uh, um, <laughs> So that is Lagavulin eight year, yes. um, single malt Scotch whiskey. So not my favorite Scotch whiskey. No, and I find it very funny. Um, wine is the same way when they'll have like a 2012 wine, and you'll be like, "Ooh!" And they're like, "Yeah, the sourness is due to environmental. It rained a lot that year, sure. so the grapes were really plump or something. So that's why it was X or Y or whatever." Uh, then the 2013 blend is so much smoother and like all this nonsense because every year it's it's different environment so the grapes always perform differently. But with beer, if you have a bad batch of beer, you can't be like, oh, this one oh, is that extra. Year, the, 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 uh, the barley the, was the barley was, was this extra yeah. swollen that year. Yeah, like you if it's if it tastes bad, you have to throw it out. Yeah. You know, like. But like with wine, they just go. Oh, oh it's no, just that was the, a product of the time. Yeah, it was. Yes. It was the very specific for. I I had someone at a winery tell me that I should get um, uh, hints of earth. Okay. And I didn't realize what she meant was you know when you like you go outside and it first rains and you smell that sulfur smell like asphalt uh-huh. that was oh. just rained on. Uh huh. That's what it tasted that's like. What it tasted and she's like, like, that's what it's supposed to taste like. I'm like, I don't want that. To I don't be want, something I drink. Yeah, I don't want to drink. That's a great asphalt. smell. Yeah, but you know, as yeah. far as imbibing, nothing. no, thank you. So yeah, um, yeah. So I find it funny, and, and especially since it's a single malt, they didn't blend it at all. No, so this is straight out the barrel. Straight out the barrel. This barrel was uh, lined with band aids. Apparently, yeah. This was their band aid. Uh, <laughs> it was a very band aid year. It was a very band aid you know, year. That, yeah. that year, there was a lot of band aids in the atmosphere. Yeah, and it, just, uh-huh. it made the. Holy the cow. malt, extra extra band eighty. Yeah. So, so yeah. Uh, I understand why it's not that low. I'd rather drink. What's the green stuff that we had with the that Midori? <laughs> Midori. I'd I rather still have just that drink bottle. straight up Midori. I literally I think. almost brought that today because <laughs> in my liquor cabinet I have this. I have that bottle of Midori. Uh-huh. I have that limon rum chata. 
I have blue curacao, basically everything we've been using we've for been drinks. Using, yeah. Um, and there was one more ridiculous thing. Oh, I've got that bl- brandy. We got like this blackberry brandy for something. Years okay. Ago I still have, but you still have that. That's yeah. Really so uh, again, I, th- I just wanted to get your. Mo- it was mostly to see your face when you drank it. It was it, it delivered. It delivered. It did everything. Needed, I'm glad so. it's. I'm glad my face sold what it what it tasted like to yeah. you as well. So, yeah. Yes. So while we stare at this liquor and not drink it, we not drink um, it. Uh, what's the bottom row that the? <laughs> that would be uh the pour right where the Ewok. Poor Ewok or something even Jar 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 yeah, Jar Jar. This is definitely a, that's jar, a jar, jar Jar for you. This is a Jar Jar. I'm gonna go ahead and say you're right. Yes. And I feel bad that your friend bought you this. Maybe somebody gave it to him, and he was like, "Hell no, I'm not drinking that." No, I th- you know I think it, like he knows I like whiskey. He okay. just doesn't know what kind of whiskey I really like. Right. So he's like, Lagavulin is a nice bottle. I'm gonna buy. And oh. he, you know, a lot of thought when he has gotten me whiskey in the past, like Scotch that was really good. Like he okay. got me Macallan that I really liked. Okay. Lagavulin is is different. This is still. Coming off. Yeah, he's still. He's like, I, I can't get this taste I out of my mouth. This taste I need a yoo-hoo. We got a yeah. yoo-hoo. Get this taste out of my mouth. Clear this taste out of my mouth. Oh, boy. All right. Well, Rob has got just okay. piles. Of, but first, before you do that, yes. Um, here, okay. Rob. What is this? Oh, geez, I was not good at those at all. So we've got these Star Wars cards. Yeah, put it here, into the card, right? Yeah. And so, so if you're watching us on YouTube, bird it's a bird the underneath the calendar. Calendar bird. Calendar bird. Calendar. It's a calendar bird. That's my answer. Star Wars calendar. Nailed bird. it. Yeah, nice I nailed job. it. Yeah. It's the Millennium Falcon. Oh, because it was the Millennium One One Double Zero, and that bird was a falcon. Yes. How about that bad boy right there? I'm not going to get this one either. Oh, e, yes, you will. E pan. It's a. It's what a, kind of a pan a, is it? A frying pan. E, e fry. It's a. It's an Asian frying pan. Of oh, sorts. it's a wok. Yeah. It's a wok. So. Oh, it's an Ewok. It's an Ewok. There, there, there go. you go. Good right. job. We've got this one. We should right play. Uh, we should play a game. Uh, who gets it first, the chat or Rob? Oh, that would be good. Some... I think we only got one person in the chat. Yeah, we got to get some people in the chat. Right, so so we that's got this a guy. Good... He's like falling on a cloud. I'm looking in here. So okay. He, yeah. uh, he's like a guy standing on a cloud. Is he falling? Cloud. Cloud City. Not Cloud Luke City. Luke Skywalker falling from Cloud City. Wait, what was the last name? Skywalker. He's Luke? walking. On the sky. He's walking. So is it Luke Skywalker? It's Skywalker. It's Skywalker. The okay, one. there we go. And then this one's pretty easy. I hope so. White, the black. Oh, uh, the uh, return. Uh, no, the the white. There are two sides here. The black and the white. The light and the dark. The Jedi and the... the the dark side. The okay. dark side, right? Yeah. The dark side. The dark go. side. Yes. Right. I was not. I posted a couple of those uh, when I first got them a while back. These are good. I like these. Pagan was really good at getting all these she, all the answers. She is. She's brainy. Yeah, she she's was got, very brainy. She's got brain stuff happening. Not Even me. when I knew the answer, I still couldn't figure it out. Like, yeah. you could ask me those, although not that I had enough of this to really affect my brain, but... I'm sure one more sip of this drink and my brain would be <laughs> yeah. total mush. I mean, but then you get ones like this, like shark. It's just Finn. Finn. Oh, just Finn. Like Finn. Yeah. And then like this silliness right here. So he's a DJ Rex. It's DJ. 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 That's but who's it. DJ? DJ's the guy from uh uh the, not the Rise of Skywalker, but the other one. Remember Don't Join? Yeah. He was uh not Guillermo. What's the the dude's name? And and Benicio del Toro. Is that, yes. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. I remember him now. Yeah. Yep. Anyway, All right. anyway, uh, so before we get into some news, I want to go over. We this is what we could have. Um, oh my gosh, the musician 
Tom and Tom Mean. Tom and Mean right for us. Rob reads, and he can play a nice little song. I like that. Yeah, so since our last show, I finished reading The Princess and the Scoundrel. Oh, look at them all. Which was Princess Leia and Han Solo's marriage, although... Although, although, was there another one with their marriage as well? So, do we have dueling marriages of the solos? Oh, the courtship of Princess Leia, right? Courtship of Princess Leia. Yeah, I read that one. No, that's true. Separate too. But anyway, I'm pretty sure it was called the courtship of Princess Leia. Um, Is when she was uh, basically she was almost like like uh, sold off like a range marriage, like a range marriage with this guy. I, I forget all the names now, but. He was from a different galaxy. He's not part of our galaxy, but uh, and it was like to try and combine the two galaxies together. His mom was like a supreme being type thing and whatever. So in that, like her and Han, I vaguely want to say at the end, kind of get married also, I thought, but whatever. But this one was like, oh, we, we saw them first get together in Return of the Jedi. Sure. And then we see them in episode seven when they're now divorced. Sure. So this was supposed to take place in between there when they actually get married and whatever. So it was a good book. In the old canon, right? No, this is new. Oh, this is a new this canon book. This is a new book. canon okay. book. Yeah, this was a new canon book. Um, this one's uh, probably... Let's see. Are my glasses on my head? There they go. Uh, I'm looking for the publishing date. Talk amongst yourselves, folks. Uh, Smoke if you got them. Yeah, drink some of this Yeah. single... Printed, oh, copyright 2022. So this okay, came out last year. Yeah, yeah. All right. So this one came out last year. Um, so the beginning of it was their wedding, but it wasn't only their wedding and it wasn't um, a, not a smut book, but it wasn't like, uh, like those, a, like a, a, like a with paperback the paperback novel. Yeah. Like with, with Fabio and with the, Fabio on the cover or anything like that. Like I thought it would be pretty funny if they actually wrote some of like those. Star like Wars paperback Star Wars novel. paperback novel. Yeah. Star Wars love story You gotta go books. online to find those. Yeah. Those, yeah. those are the fan fiction. Fan fiction ones. Um, so it's, it starts off with their wedding and then they're, they're on their way to their honeymoon when of course Princess Leia being who she is had to turn their, even their honeymoon into a diplomatic, a diplomatic mission. mission and stuff. So that's what it turns out to be. It was good. It was fun. It was a good read. Um, are you done or are you almost done? No, I read it. Okay. Yeah, I finished the whole thing. I don't know if that bookmark was Yeah, no, like... that was the last place that I stopped. I had like 40 pages left to, to the end. Uh, so that's a good book. So if you want a, a nice, good book, that's a fun one. Then I read Darth Maul's Shadow Hunter. Hunter. Nice. Which was a very good book also. Uh, this is Legends. That's Legends? This okay. is Legends, yeah. This it says is, so on there, right? Yeah, it says so part of the, the Essential Legends collection. Ah. Um, so it was. this was fun. I liked it. At one point, though, because it's it's kind of like reading the Thrawn books where you're kind of rooting for Darth Maul. Maul. Yeah. But then at the same time, as I'm, as I'm reading it, and I'm like, oh, am I supposed to be rooting for him? And then I'm like... Wait, no, he's the bad guy, but he's the protagonist, protagonist in this particular book. How can I? So um, he he's on a mission to um, prevent knowledge getting out in the world. He has to kill these guys because the um, Senator Palpatine is like, don't let anybody know about this. So he uh, he's trying to get the guys. And of course, they're eluding them. And then. As we're looting them, some other Jedi that we never met before, which is what I always love about the books, is when you meet a new 
Jedi or then, yeah. anybody new, you're like, okay, like what? Look, what do you character. call it? It's the person that's always gets like killed off at the end. Oh, uh, the red shirt. The red shirt. Yeah. yeah, I'm like, oh, who's gonna be the red shirt? Which one of these new characters that haven't been in any of the movies is gonna be the red shirt? And then at the same time, when they do bring somebody in from the movies, you know, like yeah, this guy, he's yeah. not dying. You know, yeah. So it's like that's a. It is funny reading the books, looking at it that way because it's like. Oh, who's going to, well, the new guy's going to die. The guy from the movies isn't, you know, and it's a little disappointing because you can kind of figure out who will be killed and who won't be killed. Right. Um, and even with this, I was like, oh, are they going to get Darth Maul? But uh, did you get it? I think I did. Good job. I could be wrong. We've got we've got a fly problem going on in the yeah, studio, he's so we've being got annoying. our trusty green lightsaber here uh, <laughs> to deal with it. Um, so it's a fun book. So if you want to read a book where you're where you're you're you yourself are uh, are torn because you want to root for the protagonist, but the protagonist is actually the bad guy at the same time, this read is a one. good book. There you go. And then you said you did read this. I thought I did, but I went to Sherry. Was like you should go. <laughs> so completing one sentence first. I was when I got the Darth Maul book, I was in Barnes and Noble and I'm like, oh, and then I'm like, wait, I think I read that book. Maybe I didn't read that book. I might have read that book. So Sherry was like, you should start a Goodreads account. So that way, when you go somewhere, you can see if you read that book. before. Oh, that or not. Yeah, it's a, it's an app. Sherry reads all the time. She has read over 70 books this year. I haven't read that many books in my life. I know. She, she, <laughs> one year, I think she tried to read over 200 books That's in one a lot year, of books. which is a lot of books, but it's awesome. But she, she's so, uh, That's my wife. Yeah. I'm, she's a reader. I'm proud of her. I'm like, that's amazing. So I try to read, man, she, you should be, she'd be getting those personal pan pizzas at Pizza Hut with, Book oh, it. I know, right? She would, we, she wouldn't have to Clean pay up. for any food. That's it. Um, I have 25 Star Wars books on the shelves behind me. Sure. That I have read over my lifetime of collecting and holding on to these Star Wars books. Um, so I thought I read all three of the Timothy Zahn Thrawn uh, books. books from this is the original trilogy, yep. right? Yes. So I was, as I was good reading all the books, this one wasn't in there. So I was like, oh, let me finish this up. So, so it's, have you finished it? No, I just started this one. Okay. I mean, I finish up that trilogy, I should say. Right. So I am enjoying this one. Yeah, that's, this a, that's is fun. a good one. This and is so one you're, you're I'm, I'd very early you're, on. I'm only like chapter four or five. But you're, or whatever. You're, yeah, I'm just trying to think of that because I, I listened to them all. Like back to back, so okay. like this is the one. I mean, it's Mara Jade, it's uh, Jeruah Sabayoth, Jeru- right? Yeah, and yeah. Uh, uh, Thrawn's in there, and Rook's in there, and, and uh, whatever the planet oh. is that. This is the one where he like who's the who's the oh Talon Card. Yes, I like Talon Card a lot. Yes. I wish they would bring him into the into the, the canon because he was a really cool yeah. Legends character. He was supposed to be like the guy who like. Filled the power vacuum after Jabba died. Okay, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because he was... Mara Jade worked Mara for... Mara Jade worked for him, and now in the beginning of this, she's at the rebel um, hospital because... Right, because she, in the last one, Luke found her, like, in the middle of, like, her space. ship yeah. was, like, marooned, and he went and found and her. And he found her, yeah. So this one's starting with her waking, waking up out up. of the thing. Yeah. And uh, the Katana. The Katana fleet. The Katana fleet. Yeah, that, yeah. that's the whole thing with, I, I, I forget, what was the name of the second book? The second book was something like the the Dark Force. Yeah, yes. the Dar- Dark Force Rising. Yes, Dark uh, Force Rising. Very the, good. The Katana fleet is the Dark Force. Like, right. that's that's the mm-hmm. whole thing. with, it. And it's like this this uh, like whole fleet of ships that are all 
uh, basically slave rigged so that like you can have this whole fleet, but only you know so many people right, controlling a very small them, amount and, of people controlling them. Yeah. yeah, so it's it's a really cool book. And they also sure. introduced the which the way I envision them were like sloth like animals, but they could subdue. Oh, the, the force Jedi, powers. Yeah, what are they called? Um, oh, but, that's gonna annoy me. And and like Thrawn carries one around with. Yeah, him he always has it because he's always hanging out with 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 Jeru. Jeru. Yeah, yeah, and and he's doing it to keep Sabath from, um, from using his powers yeah. against him and stuff. Because in this one, he's getting like he's getting really strong, and he's yes. like he bends an entire ship like to his like his will and stuff. Right. Uh-huh. Uh huh. What are those called? That's gonna annoy uh, the hell out of me. You could Google it. I could give it a goog. You could give it a goog. Yeah, I can't find it on the pages I'm looking at. But anywho, so yeah, so I'm reading the third one, and it was funny because when um, the Ahsoka books or movie, TV shows coming out, they were talking about maybe we're gonna see uh, Mara Jade. Yislamari. Yes. Yislamari. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So um, they were saying, oh, maybe we're gonna see her in it because she was in during the Thrawn books and stuff like that. So. Uh, it would be interesting to see if she does make an appearance because I I do I like her character I think yeah. she's a cool character so I don't know but I There's didn't get to the end of the book really so. interesting and we talked a little bit about you know the the new old dude in in Ahsoka coming up and I was like oh maybe that'll be Drew it's not like they have a whole but there is like even just from the little bit they've released about this okay. dude it does give me because he was a former Jedi right okay. um and like he's not like supposed to be like a, a Sith or a dark, like he, you know, the, just the way they're talking, it seems to me like he's like this former Jedi who like survived order 66 worked as a mercenary and like is not, would not consider himself dark side or like a dark Jedi, but like, okay. is clearly going that way. It's, okay. Um, just kind of like, you know, Sabayoth who's like, oh, I'm a Jedi master. And, right. But like, yeah, he's, he's really twisted. And, and stuff, he's really so. like in the third book, he keeps saying that he's the uh, emperor of the fleet. He, yes. He's, he rules my he empire. Is, yeah, it's my empire. Like, All right. Yeah, he's like, okay, you yeah. sit over there. Calm Pelion's down. Pelion's like, can I just stand a little closer to you and you some bro? <laughs> can, can, I, <laughs> can I just get in this cage with you? Please, just uh, this guy's scaring me yep. here. <laughs> um, uh, so yeah, so you're you just you'll have to give me a, like a, your rundown when you're done. But I I think the third one, and it, I think that's always the case, just because it's like you know, all this tension rising to this right. point. But Always. the third one was like my favorite. There was a lot of really okay. cool things that happened. So, yeah. Even like, as I picked it up again, I was like, Oh, cause I, I read the other two last summer. Right. And, um, I guess I got to the end of the summer and I have a hard time reading when it's not summertime. Yeah. Um, so like during the summer, I'll read, I think I read seven books this summer. Wow. Uh, yeah. Which is like great for me. But then as soon as summer's over, then I don't read anymore. Um, so yeah, so uh, hopefully I want to get through it before the end of the summer. So I'll let you know how it goes uh, before September hits. Sounds good. Yeah. So let's do this. Let's take a break and we'll go to a commercial and maybe you'll hear something. Maybe you won't hear something. And then we'll come back with two very short Star Wars news articles and then we'll get all into Star Wars Rebels because Ahsoka is apparently Rebels season five. Love it. Love it. All right. We'll be right back. All right, let's get into the news. Star Wars news. Bonk. Bonk. All right, I have two articles. Apparently, there's a new Ahsoka character poster that just came out. Ooh. 
So go to StarWars.com there, Nicholas, and you can see it. I'm going to go. I'm going to go to StarWars.com there. Go to StarWars.com there. Go to StarWars.com there. New Ahsoka character poster debuts. There's a You know one... what I love about the word Star Wars, by the way, is it's one of the only things I can think of that you type entirely with your left hand. <laughs> like all Star Space Wars. It's all left-handed. All left-handed. Every time I type it, I'm like, this is so much fun. This is fun. Oh, it's Sabine. That's right. I've seen that. The Sabine one. Yeah. So if you scroll down just a little bit. They have Sabine at the top, and it says uh-huh. no. And then they have all the different posters. So there's Ahsoka, there's Sabine, there's uh, Hera. Um, I don't know who that one is. Who's the girl after her? I don't see. Oh, there it is. Ahsoka character posters debut. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Uh, Ahsoka Tano, Sabine Wren, Harrison Dula, Morgan Elsbeth. Oh, so that's the one. She was the bad guy in... Uh... In the Mandalorian, wasn't she? When she didn't she fight? Oh, she fought her. That's yeah. who. That's who Din got the spear. The stick, the, yeah. The, yeah. The um, Beskar spear from. Yes. And then Balin Skull. Skull who oh, is the, which is who we were dude. hoping would be Jor Sabah. Sabayoff, yeah. That's a shame. And then Shin Hati, which is, I guess, his apprentice. Yeah, it looks like his apprentice. Yeah. And again, a, they've got those orange lightsabers. Yeah, they're not red. They're, they're not they're, red. They're specifically not red. Like, yes. Dave Filoni made a point to make them orange. Yeah, I was about to say red, but I'm like, no, they're definitely orange, Yeah, no, red. He, he likes, and I think that's part of, like, this whole thing, and we were just kind of talking about it, where these two are going to be like, you know, they don't think of themselves maybe as dark Jedi, you know, and like, you know, they're not kind of like how Ahsoka doesn't consider herself a Jedi either. Yeah. And I think that's going to be a big theme in Ahsoka is what does it mean to be a Jedi? And like a lot of the fandom and I was, I was listening to uh, star Wars explained earlier and they were kind of talking about this, you know, there's this big thing in the fandom about gray Jedi. Okay. And there, there are some people who are like, yeah, gray Jedi. And some people hate the idea. Um, and they were saying, like, you know, there's not really, and I don't know how much I buy into this, but they were talking about how, like, you can't really be a gray Jedi. Like, you either subscribe to the light or the dark. Okay. And Yoda even says, you know, if down the dark path you lead forever, it will dominate your destiny. Um, so, like, I think part of what the theme of this is going to be for both these two, Balin and Hati, as well as on the other end for Ahsoka, is what does it mean to be a Jedi? Right. Because he even in the... Uh, trailer goes, we are no Jedi. Yeah. Which is exactly what Ahsoka, yeah, what Ahsoka says. has said. And yeah. so, you know, can As- will Ahsoka see these two and be like, well, this is a slippery slope that leads to that. Or like, you know, will she define, I don't know, I guess, I think it's just going to be a defining question throughout the series of what right. does it mean to be light to or be dark light or, or dark Jedi or, or not. Yeah. yeah. Um, and is being a Jedi like, because, you know, when we grew up, being a Jedi was, you know, oh, he's got magic powers. He's a Jedi. It was never like, oh, they're a part of the Jedi Order and they're right. a card carrying member and they're paying their dues. You yeah, know, like that was yeah. never really a thing. Yeah. And they have to they have to uphold all these things to be a Jedi. It right. was just and even like that's why they called the bad guys dark Jedi. You know what right. I mean? And they said like, oh, Palpatine, he's trained in the Jedi arts. Right. You know, because it was never really like it a, was never. Yeah. It was just and, oh, and Jedi he, powers. Even like when we. You know, we met Luke and they were like, he's too old, but yet he picked it up real quickly and he was a Jedi, yep. you know, and it wasn't like, well, he can't be a Jedi because he's too old because he, so, yeah, yeah, because you know, he learned to be a Jedi. Right. So again, I think what does being a Jedi mean is going to be part of the theme for this show. Yeah. And it wasn't until like episode one where we meet the Jedi Council and, and all that stuff. And then we find out that there's bureaucracy, bureaucracy and, that goes along with yeah. it and all that other stuff. 
right. And then this one, and this is a fun one because I like fun. We love fun is this good character. You know, to go along this fun, we should just take a nice long swig of this freaking <laughs> oh my God, that single is malt whiskey. Not fun. Uh, do you remember? Uh, <laughs> I'm a whiskey person, and I'm your life. And you don't even like it. Do you remember a character named Cara Dune? I remember that person. Did they yeah. recast Cara Dune? They did not yet, oh, but. Yeah. Star Wars alum Gina Carano teases Disney lawsuit after Elon Musk proposal. Oh, Elon, why won't you just stop talking? When Twitter slash X owner Elon Musk offered late Saturday to pay legal fees to battle any employee employer who has un who this just says who has unfairly oh any employer who has unfairly treated a worker for a post on social media platform at least one user stepped up to the plate. Actress Gina Carano, who portrayed Cara Dune in Disney Plus's The Mandalorian and was infamously dropped by Lucasfilm from all Star Wars projects due to a controversial post on her personal account, tweeted in response to Musk's position, I think I qualify. So she... Go away. <laughs> Both of them, I wish would just go away. Like, oh. like they, they act like they're these 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 oppressed like mm-hmm. multimillionaire and billionaires. Like, go away. Go away. Just go away. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, I I have nothing else to say other than exactly what you said. Go away. Like it's just it's like oh no, it's it's. The consequences of my actions. Right. Darn. Darn. I said some very controversial things, and then my boss fired me. Oh, no. Now, that's not my fault, because this is what I believe. So it's okay. I should be able to say anything I want without reprimanding or retribution. Right. It should just let it go. What was somebody was saying? It wasn't. Oh, the flat. There's a new group of people who believe that the Death Star was flat. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, man, I'm just saying. I've never seen I've never seen it in person. I've only ever seen it on a flat screen. Right? It's always been flat to me. It's Whenever always I've been I've seen flat. it it's always been flat. And the Checkmate, first Checkmate uh, round Death Stars. That's right. And the first Death Star was blown up before you were born. That's so true. I mean, you don't even know, know if the Death Star is real or the not. The first Death Star could have been staged. It could have been. Right? It could all have been fake. It could be fake. It was all done in a television studio. Uh, I remember oh seeing little pluses God. in the corners. They could see where they landed on the Death Star. Messed up, man. Yeah, it is messed up. It, you know, the corruption goes all the way to the top. <laughs> it one. does go all the way to the top. You know, something here stinks. George Lucas is not a real politician. <laughs> George Lucas is a real politician. That's what we just learned. <laughs> that is oh what boy. we just learned. All, all right. right. So, let's, so that's it for the news. Travel that's away from Elon let's travel Musk. away from Elon Musk. Let's get into... So I was thinking we would do a little backstory on Star Wars Rebels. Maybe the characters, especially since Love we it. saw a couple of the characters in, in the posters action, in live in the action. Posters. Yeah, we've seen, I'm trying to think of any, I mean, we've seen a couple in live action already, like we saw yep. Zeb. And stuff, we but saw like, yeah. Zeb already. We saw a hologram of Ezra mm-hmm. in one of the previews. Yeah. Um, we saw Chopper already, Chopper, the droid. Yeah. Um, Although, is Chopper, can we call Chopper live action? Well, like, if we're going to go with that way, can we call Harrison do live action? Because I'm pretty sure she's been completely CGI'd over her. You think that's not just really good makeup? Really good and, makeup? I don't know. Uh, it looks pretty good. Okay. I don't know. 
Uh, I guess we'll have to, I mean, I've only ever seen. Well, like, okay. What about Zeb? Zeb then? Zeb definitely looked super CGI, yeah. especially in a world where they've been really leaning on on like the practical effects practical and, effect. and costumes. Yeah, it took me out of it how CGI he looked. So yeah, I'm hoping and, they f- do so. I mean, I was happy to see him, but I'm hoping they and make it, it a little less. Took jarring. me a second to be like, who is that? Yeah, I had to watch it the second oh, right. time and go Zeb. Oh, that Zeb. Yeah. Yes, because he didn't look. They tried to make him look too realistic. Mm-hmm. And I, and I, that's what happened with, I feel like, all of the CGI stuff that they did when they first, like, like with the special effects, like, mm-hmm. or with the, the special editions in, like, the 90s when they came out. Hey, we can do CGI. Let's make everything, everything CGI. CGI. That's yeah. what Zeb kind of... So, again, yeah. we'll see what happens, but... Yeah. Um, we do see uh, in the trailer Kane and Jarrus as well. Kane and Jarrus, Jedi um, Knight. And we see Sabine. Um, did you get it? <laughs> I think. I don't know. I don't know. Go on. All right. So who are all of these characters that we see? So we have our, our main character, Ezra Bridger. Ezra Bridger. Right? Now, this all happens on Lothal. Pagan was saying today as we were watching, like, it is nice that Rebels doesn't just take place on Tatooine. I'm like, yeah, it just takes place on Lothal. Right. Like, and that's, they, that's essentially it. And I think they talk about going to Tatooine, but they spend 90% of their time on Lothal. On Lothal. Yeah. Uh, which is fine, but it is funny that they just kind of keep it to there. Um, oh, a question also. All of the planets, although... I think Lothal, they actually do have different environments. Right, because it's not just a yeah, desert planet a desert or a planet water planet. Or, yeah. Um, and even it does in, seem a very Earth-like planet. Yes. Uh, one of the books, it might be the, yeah, The Last Commando. They were talking, no, it was in the Thrawn book. Because in the Thrawn book, they spent a lot of time on Coruscant. And they were talking about how, since they built the entire city on top of the planet... The planet does have water, but it's all now in underground um, caverns and tunnels and things like that. So that was that the book where they have like the peak that like you can walk up to on the no, street. No, that was on the that was in the movie. That was in one of the TV shows. That was in um, the what was that the last. Oh, that was in uh, Andor. Andor. That Andor, was in Andor. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, where it was like, this is the highest part of the planet, of the actual like, planet. And there's just this little mountain. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so in the book, they, they do talk about how there is a planet underneath this entire city. Right. Uh, but whatever. But And they all, like, I never really got the scope, of course, until that book, too. They're like, oh, uh, just go up to floor 4,000. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, yeah. okay. These like are tall the, the bottom 100 floors are, are like the, the, the slums. The slums. Yeah. You yeah. don't want to go down there. Yeah. Um, what do I mean the thousands of yeah, floors? Yeah, th- yeah. So not only is the planet completely I tell covered, you, I do pretty poorly in heights. Like I've been on the top of like the Sears Tower where you like go out on the you know the yeah that the glass box. Glass box. Yeah, uh huh. I'm very bad with that. Can you imagine that on the four thousandth floor? The, yeah, like. But oh, the only you. thing I can, the only way I can justify it, I guess, is that all of the buildings are that tall. Sure. So even though you're looking out, you're looking out like you're on the fiftieth floor. In Philadelphia, sure. where everything is that high. You probably don't have much of a view. Really. Don't have much of a view because yeah. it's all just buildings. buildings. Now, it would be awfully awkward when you're walking out. And, you know, there's no hand railings at all in Star ever. Wars. Ever. But, yeah, if you're on the 4,000th floor and a gust of wind comes by and blows you over. Messed up. I wonder how many uh, deaths there are of people who fall. and Probably a, a substantial amount. You I would imagine. think so. A substantial yeah. amount. 
Yeah. So do those people never go outside? But you see cars outside all the time. And but like even the landing platforms don't have railings. No, like and it's they're just very a large small. open circle. Yeah. Well, not that large, but a circle. Uh-huh. The plane, la- the ship lands on it, and you just like walk down the walkway, walk down, and you're yeah. just like, all right, I'm gonna stay right in the middle. Right. Of this. Yeah. Yeah. It's it would be very nerve wracking. 100. percent I wouldn't be on board. Not not on board with that at all. No. All right. So back to so, the yeah, rebels. We have Ezra Bridger. <laughs> Ezra he is Bridger. Our, he is essentially Aladdin. Mm-hmm. Uh, our Lothal street rat with the quaffed hair, stealing Melurun fruit and, yes. uh, you know, being, being mysterious. He has his little like wrist slingshot. Slingshot. He uses that yeah. Which is neat. That they, very little. It, it does enough damage to distract people to let him get away because he is Aladdin. And then once you're distracted, he can climb two stories real fast and get sure. away from you with a piece with a loaf of bread, with a loaf of bread for yes. his pet monkey. First. Yes. But he, what did, no, I was going to say he, he had something, but I guess maybe it would be Chopper that turned out to be his, his pet monkey. I feel like he did have something though. Didn't he? In, get... in the first episode, I feel like he was stealing for something, but maybe not. Either way. Either way. So we got Ezra Bridger. He's this Lothal street rat. His parents were freedom fighters. Um, and they yeah. were, they were, uh, captured when he was seven because he talks about it towards the end of season one. Yeah. When he was seven, he's been on the streets by himself since he was seven. So for eight years, he's think he's, I think he's like a 15, 16 at the yep. time when the series starts. Mm-hmm. Um, and he sees, uh, Kanan Jarrus. Kanan Jarrus, Jedi Knight. Is Freddie Prince Jr. Mm-hmm. also the voice in Ahsoka as well? So I don't know. So like I, I don't know if you've seen any interviews with Freddie Prince Jr. He has zero interest in coming back to Star Wars. Oh really? Like okay. None. Okay. He, I mean, I think he likes Star Wars. Um, and like, he did like that like voiceover for the movie as like a like a favorite. But he, I, I don't think he has a whole lot of interest in coming back. Okay. Um, maybe he's just saying that to like throw people off the scent. But like, whenever he talks about Star Wars, he's very frank. Um. There's a there's a pretty viral video of him going off on Star Wars fans on in an interview because they're like, uh, this is the way the Force works. You're just pissed off that a girl is doing like okay, you know. He went, but like I think he liked it, but I don't know the, how into coming back he is. Okay, so he's not listed yet on IMDb. Yeah, and for that matter, um, Kanan Jarrus is not listed yet on IMDb. Well, by that time he's dead. Right. Oh, true. He did die so, at the end uh, if, of. Yes. If only there. Spoiler alert. Oh boy. Um. <laughs> and so if like, I don't know. If he did come back, it would only be as either a voice or like a, a like a ghost spirit, it or could else come like back. a flashback. Yeah. But my guess is we're not going to see any Kanan Jarrus. We no. are going to see his boo, Harrison Dula. Yeah, Harrison. Now Harrison Dula. She's the green Twi'lek. Sure. Um. She's ace pilot. The ace pilot. We she's find the mom out of the group. Yeah. Uh, and it was interesting in the first two or three episodes, she did call Kane and Hun a lot. Yeah. And then they went away from that whole love story between the two of them until the end of the series again. Then they, they kind of like it bring it back again. And she's like, I can't lose you type of thing, whatever. Um, so it was interesting because I completely forgot all about it until the end when they're, they're like, sad and you know talking to each other like like a couple mm-hmm. and i was like what did they just like and but then when I, in the rewatch of the first season i was looking for it and she did she did call him hun a couple of times and they i mean they make some references about being like 
the mom and dad of the group and right. stuff. Um, and, you know, and specifically in one of the episodes, they were like, oh, it feels great when the kids are out, right? Yeah. Um, so I think I, I might chalk it up a little bit to the first season being a little more kid-oriented. Not yeah. much more, but a little more. And uh, the animation at the, the last episode of the first season, um, there was a, a lightsaber battle, and it was very... Quirky, I guess, would be like their their movements were real, very cartoonish. Yeah, and that's one of my. I I don't love the animation style of Rebels. I love Rebels. I don't love the animation style. Yeah. Pagan is rewatching the last season, like the re released last season of Clone Wars. Okay, and the animation is amazing. Like yeah. the animation in that last season of Clone Wars is out of this world. Um, and I kind of wish that Rebels was like that. So. The two things that are jarring to me every time I see them in Rebels, number one, lightsaber combat, right? Because you're yeah. right, it looks jerky and like kind of cartoonish and running. Yes. Anytime a character is running, it just takes me out. I'm like, they look so silly. It looks very Scooby-Doo-ish. Yeah. yeah. And so like 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 gravity doesn't quite affect them. And they're like, run, run, uh-huh. run, yeah. Um, So yeah, I the, the best thing they ever did for the animation was that duel between Ahsoka and Maul. Where they actually act motion capture motion capture Ray real Park people and yeah. someone else, and it looked real. It looked yeah. So I I am too like I'm sometimes disappointed with the lightsaber battles in yeah. Rebels just because of that, and in a lot of Clone Wars too, because only that one battle in Clone Wars was really done that way. Right. The, in, in the seventh season, whatever the, the last, last very season last season was, was yeah. yeah. In Episode Eight, Gathering Forces, when they were fighting, even like. They were making silly faces as well, like like their eyes were bulging, almost like uh, tell them large Marge sent you <laughs> uh, as they were doing it. Uh, rest and in peace, rest in peace, uh, Pee Wee Herman. Yes. Um, so, can I pour this out? Yeah, for pour, <laughs> that is exactly <laughs> what you would pour out for Pee Wee right there. There's no better drink. Um, but like Trey was like walking through as we're watching, and he goes. Why are th- why are they doing that? Why does the animation look like that? I go, I don't know. It was really weird. Um, but the story, like you said, and, and we've said it before, that the story is great. Yep. Uh, but, so well, we have okay so Zeb. Zeb. Zeb is a Lasat. Right. right. So which is fun about uh, the fun backstory on Zeb is the Ralph McQuarrie drawing Chewbacca, of a right? Chewbacca of a, a Wookiee. Wookie is what Zeb is based off of. Which is cool because, again, it gives you a little insight into, like, when you see what Zeb can do, too. Like, in the first season, we see Zeb crawling up walls and stuff. And, like, he's super strong. And um, so it is cool to see, like, here's this other character with these kind of superhuman strength sort of things, but also, like, like a Wookiee, like, is... um, is intelligent in your uh, throne. I forget if it's in this throne book or one of the other throne books where, where Leia goes to Kashyyyk. Uh huh. It was and, in two. I think And she's talking to these Wookiee and the one has a speech impediment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and his speech impediment is such that she can understand him. Right. She's right. like, why can I understand you? So well, I was like, Oh, I have a speech impediment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, ridiculous. He, he doesn't speak. He doesn't speak a uh, Wookiee very well. Yeah. He's got a speech <laughs> yeah. impediment. And she's like, "Oh, I understand you. I yep. can't understand anything Chewbacca says." I guess. I guess with uh, with Zeb, they figure out. Eh, we'll just let him speak. We'll English. just let him speak. Speak basic. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, all right, basic. So then, so we we do see Zeb in. At least we saw Zeb in the last one. Hopefully, we'll see him in this as well. Ima- I can't imagine they would have teased us with Zeb and then not give us Zeb and yeah, Ahsoka. I'm looking at the list, and like I said, right now. 
they don't have all the characters obviously because they don't want to give too much away. Right. But uh, they they probably have just the characters that they have shown in in the previews, the previews so yeah. far. So Zeb, the what did you say? What species? Lasat that he is. So he's he's the muscle of the group. He's got. Does he have four arms? Or no, crazy? he only has two arms. Why am I thinking he has four? arms? But his feet are very strong. His, as, yeah, yeah, he's he, got he's got a uh, what are they what do they call it a uh, vestigial? Is that what it is? When you're... <laughs> with, with the the thumb toe yes. thing sticking out there. Yeah. <laughs> um, so he and rebels starts. They're not with, uh, not Kanan. They're not with Ezra. Right, Ezra's this Ezra's just a low threat, just a kid living off the streets, and they're they're like pulling a job of some sort. Yeah, they're, he gets in the way. Yeah, they're trying to steal some some crates. They don't yeah. know what's in the crates, but they're trying to steal some crates. Doesn't matter at this and point. It right? doesn't matter, and he sees that they're trying to steal some crates, so he's like, "Ooh, I'm going to steal Get those crates. crates." So then they're fighting over the crates, and then they wind up taking him with them because it's that or leave him to be killed. So they take him and. It's this whole uh, conflict of we don't want him here. He doesn't want to be here. He feels that he deserves half of the crates because he helped steal them. They said you wouldn't have known what they were if we weren't stealing them. You stole them from me, blah, blah, blah. Well, it was almost kind of, I feel like, when you when you think about, um, not Solo, what's the other one? Uh, Rogue One with, uh, you know, the, the guy who's like, oh, you're just getting skin in the game. I've been in this game for how long? What does, right. this, what yeah. does this rebellion mean to you? I mean, it didn't mean anything to, to Ezra at the beginning, right? He yeah. was just trying to survive and trying to make it by. And these people pop on and they're fighting this bigger cause and he doesn't get it. He they doesn't don't get, get it. him. Yeah. And then, you know, over time he learns to get it and they learn, oh, this kid gets, you know, it's, yeah. uh, it's a growing it is a- pain thing. And, and another thing they said in the Star Wars Explained thing that I really liked is that Star Wars is a lot... A, a lot of Star Wars is about found family. Okay, you yep. know, like mm-hmm. you know, even this the is not your family, yeah. but you f- you have found family mm-hmm. where you f- so like you know Ezra lost his family, but he found one. He found through this. Th- yes, this is his and new family that he found. Like when you look at his relationship with Zeb, especially the beginning, uh-huh. they're like bickering brothers. Yeah, you know? and they like fight each other and Chopper as well. Yeah, um, and but eventually they you know just in going through so much together, they get a respect for each other and they wind up liking each other. Uh, and then they s- compared Sabine to the sister. And I thought, well, that gets weird. Yeah. That gets a little awkward. Right. I mean, not in Star Wars because, you know, brother and sister kiss all the time in Star Wars. all the time, yeah. But the, uh, the fact that... Uh, I mean, Ezra definitely has a thing for Sabine. In the very beginning, he does. Oh, well, and I guess towards uh, as it keeps going as well. But yes, he from the very beginning, he was like, Hey girl, how, how you, you doing? doing? She was like, "Get away from me!" <laughs> yep, um, get away. I'm just trying to color here. I'm just trying. I'm just trying. Just paint I love your room. I love her spray paint. She has one can that That's can it. do any every, color. Every, every Star color. Wars spray paint. That's right. Uh, so Sabine Wren, we're talking about right yep. now. She is a Mandalorian that lost her Mandalorian folk. Yep she she studied at the uh, Imperial Academy on Mandalore. Uh huh. And she was there. During the siege of Mandalore, in the fall of Mandalore, wasn't she? I think so. Yes. Um, and so, one of her big story arcs in the beginning of this of uh, the Rebels is that she's you know on board with this Rebel crew, and they can't tell her everything. And she's like, "Hey, man, they you know uh, you're telling me to trust you, and you're not telling me things. That's what they told me in the Stormtrooper thing, and yeah. then they killed everyone. So yeah. Um, but." I, it looks like she's going to be a huge part of Ahsoka. Of Ahsoka, yeah. And, you know, I think this is like a season two or three thing, but, you know, somewhere in, in Rebels, they talk about Sabine not being Force-sensitive, I felt like. 
Like, I feel like right. Kanan's talking about, like, oh, you're really good, but, like, I don't think you got the Force. But, like, she's pretty clearly doing some Forcey type stuff. So maybe it's, like, a red herring that they're going to pull out from under her. Like, like oh, yeah. fooled you. It's just she's got Ezra's lightsaber and she's messing with it, you know, or something like that. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. So that, that wraps up with Zeb, the crew, the main crew, and Harris, uh, Sabine, Singula, Zeb. Yeah. Kanan and then Ezra and Chopper. and Chopper. And then of course later on we find out that, you know, Fulcrum, right? Which which right. is a a recurring character throughout the season. Uh and you know, one that if you see the little symbol, mm-hmm. you should have put together, but I didn't. Right. Um that that is Ahsoka. Um Yes. And so do we see, I don't even remember. We don't see her the first season. Do no, we? she's uh, we see her the last episode, either the last episode of the first season or the first episode of, of the, the second, second season. season. Yeah, because spoiler alert at the end of the first season, they fight Darth Vader or they right. run into Darth Vader. They have no idea who he is. They just know both Kanan and Ezra are trying to fight him and he's just very easily overpowering them. Right. Which also made it fun for me because we talked about this before. When you read the books, Thrawn, um, I forget one of the other books was, but they always try and make... In the Ascendancy, Thrawn Ascendancy yeah. or Thrawn... Uh, in either... In the, in the Thrawn, the Thrawn book when he was... When he met Anakin and then he also... Alliances. Alliances, yeah. yeah. He's in... And they make Thrawn out to be smarter and better than Darth Vader. And there was another book that I read. I forget which one and I forget who the other person was. But they were constantly battling with Darth Vader also. And constantly making Darth Vader look weak. Which is funny because then in this, this is the Darth Vader that we learn to respect from even just episodes four five and six when you just knew that he was the the dark knight he, he was and and like the last scene of rogue one you know what i mean yeah. where where he comes in and he tears through that battalion of the, troopers of troops and just and, blast and now in obi-wan when we got to see you know i don't know like it, it maybe they got to figure out a way to standardize his power levels because like i'm listening to these books and i'm thinking like why aren't you doing more things because like yeah in obi-wan he stops a ship. Uh huh. He tears off a whole chunk of the ship, just like, yeah, boom, tears off like, like this dude has got some stuff going on, and then like, I don't know, I see. And then in the books, Thrawn can outthink him. Yeah, and, and and he doesn't just take Thrawn and just throw, throw him. him across, throw him through the wall and yeah. out into space. Like if with the powers that he has in the movies, the way he's disrespected in the books, he would just. Thrawn wouldn't be a person because right. he would just, I mean, look in episodes four and five, everybody who disagrees, he chokes them out with the exception of, uh, grand Moff Tarkin. Right. right? So yes. again, so, you know, there is some like precedent for someone like being above Vader, but they just make it seem to one side. Like Vader yeah. slash Anakin is supposed to be the chosen one. We've right. seen he's a, he's a, like a, a genius pilot he's a mechanical genius uh he's the strongest force user ever but like in the book they just kind of make him seem like a doof yeah yeah 
constantly. Like, like he's he kills a lot of people and, and for no reason. And for and no he, reason. Yeah, and, you know, and that's about it. His ideas are stupid. This Death Star thing is dumb. You should do what I want to do. We'll just build a fleet and we can destroy everybody with a fleet that's so much better than what, what he wants to do. And, you know, constantly making him look less to make their characters look more. Right. So, um, yeah. So at the end of the and then Kanan and um, Ezra are talking to Ahsoka saying who and she goes, I know who he is. And she's like and they're like, yes. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, that was I think she even says that was my. Uh, old. So I know mentor something like that. I there was I, I don't know that because again we haven't watched two or three yet um, or four. I guess there's four seasons. There's right? four seasons. Yeah. Um, but I know when they have their like final battle, she like suddenly goes, "Oh my god, it is you!" You know yeah. what I mean? Like so. Yeah. I don't. I think I know she like had her suspicions, had her suspicions as to who it was. Um, but like I, I also remember during that battle, she's like, "Oh, you can't be." Anakin, my master would never do this, that, or the other thing. Right. Um, so I don't know. I'll have to. I have to really be thinking about that when I watch. Yeah. So real fast, we'll run through. Season one was eight episodes. The first episode, Spark Rebellion. This is the one where they first meet Ezra. It's our intro to, it's all, our the intro to all the characters and the main characters. character. And-, and don't be upset if you hate Ezra in this episode because I was like, okay, he's Aladdin. Yeah, and, and I don't want him to be Aladdin the whole time, but they quickly get away from him being Aladdin once they incorporate him into the family. He's yeah. no longer this Aladdin character. And for you know, and Rebels less than Clone Wars. I feel like Clone Wars was very a lot of times very kid oriented, and we yeah. talked about like the droid episodes and stuff. And there is a little bit of that in Rebels, like especially I feel like with him and Zeb when they go out on their zany adventures. Yeah, but the first episode is I think the most in the entire series of that because it really does feel to me like when they're bringing Ezra in it's like I'm a kid yeah and I'm gonna be a Jedi right you know and I mean? I'm just, an idiot it just and, felt yeah. like this character is speaking to children mm-hmm. and is like hey let's go be a Jedi as a kid yeah you know what I mean yeah and, and he's like I'm gonna do everything I'm not supposed to do no matter what yep because I'm a kid yep and that's what kids do and so yeah so it did he did seem a little immature and not even just as it just his character felt a little immature in the first episode, right. even on my rewatch. But as you keep going, you're like, OK, I, they, they moved away from that pretty quickly. Yeah. Yeah. So then uh, episode two droids in distress, the crew, of the ghosts are running low on supplies. So they take on a mission to transport weapons where they run into some familiar droids. Um, that was a three PO and R2D2. One, yeah. Right? That's and that, C- we see Organa, Bail Organa at the end of that episode. Yeah. Um, yeah. Another droids episode. Another droids episode. It wasn't as no, bad. It was yet. fun. I did like when they were on the ship and they tricked. Uh, they they made Chopper and Ezra start fighting, and then they go, "Hey, shut that droid down!" And he goes, "Well, if my droids gonna have to get shut down. Then those droids out there are gonna have to get shut down too." And then it pans out, and it's C three PO and R two D two. And C three PO is like, "But I'm." I know 6,000 lines of communication and blah, 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 blah. And they're like, nope. So then uh, Sabine translates for them, but translates wrong. Gets the She knows where the drop is, but she tells them to go to a different platform. Yep. Uh, then uh, episode three, fighter field to prevent Ezra and Zeb from bickering. Uh, this, this is, is the one, one with saying, the mailer run free. Yeah, she sends them on a supply run. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And then they they, they get all their supplies, right? Except the fruit. And then they say, "Hey, 
look, those stormtroopers have that fruit. They had that fruit. Might as well ruin everything by just getting that fruit. Just, we have to get that fruit. I so, mean, to be fair, she did say, don't come back without a mailer. Without the, fruit, yeah, so. without that fruit. So they came back with the fruit, but nothing else that they really needed. Yeah. Um, better be a damn good fruit. It better be. Uh, episode four, Rise of the Old Masters. The rebel crew undergoes a rescue mission only to face a powerful foe. This is when they this first is the get dark introduced. One, right? This is where they, they have uh, the like mummy. Yes. Of, uh, who was that? There was a Jedi. Who was that? That's going to annoy me. Um, I forget, but. It wasn't Depa Balaba because that was his old master. Uh, that's going to annoy me. Anyway. Anyway, ahead. yeah. So this is when they first meet the Inquisitor also. Right. Um, who again, uh, Pagan and I were talking about this. It is crazy to me that the character in the cartoon is more threatening and, and like scary looking than the live action. Yes. The live action looks like such a goon. Like yeah. I wish they would have done a little more to, to make, make him, him look, look threatening. Yeah. Which is, I mean, I understand you can only go so much and it's pretty funny. I was listening to, uh, Brian bombing, bomb, bombingers, bomb. bombinger. Uh, Kevin from the oh, office. Baumgartner. Baumgartner. Yeah. Brian Baumgartner's podcast, and he had Toby on. Luminara Unduli. That's yes, the name. That's Sorry. A, that's the one. Uh, he had he had Toby on, and Toby being one of the writers, uh, Paul Lieberstein. Lieberstein, yeah. Uh, being one of the writers as well, and and that's why he had his office in the in the in the in back. The annex. So that way they Same didn't need to Yep, and BJ, and BJ. Yeah, so that they didn't have to get seen all the time. Um, but Paul Lieberstein came from. Uh, oh, what was the the men? Uh, oh my God, did you get it? Nope, he flew this way. Um, I want to say grumpy old man, but it's not grumpy old man. The it was a cartoon where they were uh the the guys from The Simpsons started it. King of the Hill. King of the Hill. He came from King of the Hill, like where as a writer, as a writer on King of the Hill. That. Yeah, yeah. Where he's a great show. It sense. was a great show. Yeah. Um, and so did the, who's the showrunner, the producer or whatever of the office. Um, Oh, uh, he also came from King of the Michael Hill. Michael Sure, Not him, but I forget who, uh, anyway. So he was saying like they could write with a cartoon, you can write and make people do whatever you want. And he was saying it was really cool. Like he could have. 21 different locations right. in a cartoon because it's just drawing a different background. Right. In in a sitcom, you got one spot. That's it. You're in the in the dugout. Every once in a while, you can go to a go to an away shot, but right. most time you're in the dugout. Uh, and then Kevin said to him, Brian said to him, he goes, you know, at one point I did have to say to you guys, you know, I'm not Homer Simpson. <laughs> I do have my limitations. Right. He said the one stunt that they made him do which didn't even look that amazing, but it hurt for weeks was the episode when they were trying to figure out how to get all the paper from the warehouse into the trucks after the warehouse guys quit. Oh, and then he had to slide and he slid in the background. There was a talking head in front oh, of him. Oh, that's right. And he slipped and, and he fell. slipped and fell. It was Jim and Dwight Jim, talking. Yeah. Or yeah. Jim and Dwight were talking in the front and he slipped and fell in the background. He's he's like, yeah, he goes, well, they just put down a mat and they were like, you didn't fall big enough type of thing. And he was like, I'm not a cartoon character. This is all I can do. And he said, he said that one still hurts to this day, like where he landed. It still hurts. But anyway, going back to the cartoon being better than the live action. Right. 
Sometimes I cartoons are much easier to make look more. Yeah, I mean, I guess you're right. Like, I think the big thing that makes him look more threatening is he's long. His head is kind of long. Yeah. And human heads just don't kind of look. But, but again, if you remember episode three, when they show that species, that guy is kind of freaky looking. Like yeah. the, the, the They made the costume and the makeup and the prosthetics look Creepy for creepy, this yes. And for the new guy, I don't know like what they were kind of going for, but it didn't land. It didn't me. land as well. Yeah, maybe it'll look better when you see it. Oh, almost. Mm. Now he's over here. Uh, if you see it um, longer than just a quick shot of him or something like right. that. Uh, episode five, breaking ranks. When they sent Ezra on an undercover mission into the Imperial. Oh, uh, that Academy. was a good one too. Yeah, he that like, was a very good one. He, yeah. He's like jumping up all those this is a, all like, those crates weird, and everything. Like, yeah, it's like a video game level. Yeah, yeah, it was. <laughs> like the, things come out of the walls and stuff. And they were able to and whatever. So they're they're basically looking for and they're trying to train kids to become the next round of stormtroopers. Right. And they're looking for the best ones. And Ezra and they gets were too it. Good. And then they were too good. And and. Uh, the Inquisitor wasn't the Inquisitor that was there for that one. He was there. Okay. Yep. He showed up and uh, I don't know if he was there the whole episode, but at one point, like he showed and they were like, Hey, these two are pretty darn good. You yeah, should check you them should. out. Yeah. Um, so that was, that was, and a- I will bring up another cartoon versus uh live action thing that I'm disappointed in. Um, the Inquisitor in Obi-Wan didn't use his lightsaber to fly. No. I mean, it's ridiculous. Yes. But if you're going to do it, yeah, go all in. Do it. Yeah, do it. If you're going to do it in the cartoons, do it do it out there as well. Uh, episode six, Out of Darkness, while on a supply run, her and Sabine find themselves stranded, but not alone in a seemingly abandoned locale. Right. That was the one where, because of Zeb and Ezra's bickering and chopper, they missed the fact that their fuel line was ruptured, and they went out to go this thing, and they were stranded with all those weird-looking bat wolf things that yes. don't like the sun that don't yes exactly that was a good one and then episode seven was empire day i liked that one a lot this was a very good one yeah it was very funny to see kanan like there's one point where he's acting like a drunk redneck yep he's like woo empire day, <laughs> empire day. And was like, i'm sorry my dad is just so patriotic <laughs> so patriotic he's so into it <laughs> oh boy uh but the whole purpose of that they're trying to destroy your prototype tie fighter uh while the team uh, learns of refugee has important information and must get him off planet before the Imperial. That was Sebo, right? The, yeah. The, uh, the Rodian. Um, Rodian. Yeah. That was a sad. Uh, it was a sad uh, episode yeah. because he, he had that like he had that thing, thing on his head him. that he, that was resi- keeping him from remembering things and uh, making him docile, making him docile and everything. And then the last, well, the last two episodes, the gathering forces, Kane and Ezra try to protect an Imperial. Deserter by distracting the Imperial forces. I think that's when they meet Darth Vader. So is that the one with Gaul Travis? Because mm. there's the one with Gaul Travis. He's like the guy who's been making the like anti-government radio. Oh things. yes. Um, and it turns out he's a bad guy. Right. He was just trying to lead all the rebels into right. any insurgents. He yeah. would like, oh, let, you and me, we're buddies. And then he's like, nope, nope. Uh, there's a, a big fight at the end of this with uh, Ezra, Kanan, and the Inquisitor. They have mm-hmm. a good lightsaber, lightsaber battle. And that's that. also the one, I think, where like the Inquisitor messes with him. Is that the one where he talks to Yoda? Uh, I think. Because there's the episode where both Kanan and Fulcrum, Ezra. The, uh, Fulcrum was in this one as her, her voice. You hear right. her voice of Fulcrum. 
uh, Baron Von Ruder, voice, Admiral, uh, Constance Zebs, Chopper, Sabine. Nope. Uh, there's nobody listed here as this is with T with Sibo. Okay. T S C Yeah, Sibo. Um, but nothing with uh, Yoda. I think Yoda is in the last episode. Yeah, I think you're right. Nine. Which makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Frank Oz voiced Yoda in this as well. And it was interesting, too, because Ezra has no idea who this dude is, obviously. No. He just hears this disembodied voice. Yes. But Kanan does know the voice. Right. And, like, talks to him and stuff. So it was it was cool to bring him back. And it's because, you know, again, us growing up in Star Wars. Uh, this is the one where they go into the um, Jedi Temple, Path right. of the Jedi. They go into the Jedi Temple and they... They're able to use the force to spin it to open it up, but then the Inquisitor goes in and messes everything up. But yes, it, it's interesting to see Yoda interact with them because you know, like when we grew up, it was hey, Luke's the only Jedi. Oh, mm-hmm. maybe Leia too, right? But we know now there are loads of Jedi who survived. Yeah, um, and you know, we know Yoda's over on Dagobah, kind of just you know chilling out on his own, and like all of a sudden, you can kind of picture in his exile Yoda being like, holy shnike is like, what is going on? I can sense these other people. Right. And like reaching through the force to talk to them, be like, you're alive and you're a Jedi and let's chat. You know, yeah. it's just interesting to see like, and to think about like him in his, his seclusion on this barren wasteland suddenly being opened up to other Jedi around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was, uh, first season was only nine episodes. Um, and then the second season is where it really starts to pick up um, with a lot more with Ahsoka. So if you want to start um, really finding out about Ahsoka, then you're really going to start picking that up in season two. But and again, if you've not if you've not watched Rebels and you're like listening to this right now, like go, go watch, watch it. It. It, yeah. it doesn't take long. Yeah, the, the episodes aren't long and push through the this is a cartoon thing. Like right. really because the storytelling is such good Star Wars storytelling. The characters are really well fleshed out and well acted and you care about the relationship. And, you know, I, I try and compare it a little to like the Bad Batch because the Bad Batch has a similar feel of like this found family. Right. But I just don't care about any of those characters. You yeah. know what I mean? But I care about all of I these characters. I care about the characters you know in mean? Rebels. Yeah. It, it feels like more, hu- more human and mm-hmm. more interesting and more alive. Um, so, yeah, go go watch it a go thousand watch times. It. Yes, and then a thousand more times. And yeah, and then sure watch season do... two because we're going to have to break down season two sometime right. in the and next then, week. And oh. then uh, Ahsoka comes out on the 23rd with two episodes Yeah, starting on, on August 23rd. 23rd. It's the day after my wife's birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. So uh, make sure if you don't know anything about Rebels yet and you can't wait to watch Ahsoka, then definitely – Check time. out something because you have time. And I, I'm sure there's even out there like guides where you can go, all right, I need all the important Ahsoka episodes. Yes. Just like Clone Wars, there are ways to watch it where you can pick up the important stuff and not watch every episode. But Clone Wars is a lot less dense than Rebels is. There's a lot yes. more space to breathe. Rebels has a lot of stuff that happens with only four seasons. And that's because they planned it to be four seasons and done, which is great, right? He had a plan. This is what's going to happen. It doesn't need to keep going. And it never right. got bad, you know. I never felt like in Rebels. All right, this is just, we're we're treading water here, trying to find a, a thing to do. So, as you said that, I just googled and Screen Rant has sixteen Star Wars Rebel episodes to watch before Ahsoka. Ah, there you go, sixteen. Sixteen episodes and to that's, watch. That's sixteen out of like forty or so. So yes, yeah, that's definitely a, a trim down for yes. sure. Yes, Sparks of Rebellion parts one and two. That's the first two episodes of. Uh, 
rebels so mm-hmm. that you can get to know who the people the are, the characters are. are. Uh, Fire Across the Galaxy, the final of Star Wars Rebels Season 1, Fire Across the Galaxy is Ahsoka's first true appearance. Right. Um, Siege of Lothal, Parts 1 and 2. This is the first two episodes of Season 2. Um, did you get it? No, it was oh. inside this card box, man. It keeps man, dropping it in is there. pain in the butt. Uh, so it's the first two episodes of season two. This is when they actually meet Darth Vader. I was right. thinking it was the end of season one, but it's the start of season two. Uh, and this is where, like I said, the animation, Kanan's animation and facial things are a little very cartoonish. Well, the nice thing about that is eventually he loses all function in his eyes. Right. So we don't have to see him make, we those weird, see him make anyway. weird faces anymore. <laughs> Shrouds of Darkness. Um, somewhere in season two. Uh, the Twilight of the Apprentice, which is, they just they oh, have that's like, gotta be a mall one, right? Uh, following a battle with Imperial Inquisitor and Darth Maul himself on yeah. the Sith wor- world of Mal Malachor. Malachor, Vader arrives to end his hunt of Ezra and Kanan once and for all. However, Ahsoka steps in, confronting her old master at the peak of an ancient Sith temple. This, I remember that's, this one. This yeah, is a really good one. That's the one, one. that this we returned to at the like the uh-huh. last episode. Yeah. Um, that's that's a big one. That's yeah. and that's one of the most emotional, impactful moments in Rebels because it was the first time since Return of the Jedi that we saw behind the mask. Yes, you know when when she sli- it's and yeah, it's she it's cuts such a, open the mask and it's, it's funny such because, a go to now anytime uh-huh. like in Obi Wan same slice happens where we only see part of his face right. But um, I think in Obi Wan you saw the other half of his face right. cur- compared to what you saw in so, Rebels. So you put the two together and we yeah, get the full and you can picture. see his whole face that's and right. it doesn't look like Luke Skywalker from uh, Empire Strikes Back. It does not. No. Uh, turns out different turns out different guy (laughs) steps into the shadows part one and two which is season three Hera's heroes oh this is a good one because this is when you meet um Thrawn and you find out about his way of doing battle is by learning about the art right uh and in this the last commando somebody says what are you gonna do he's like yeah that's great Thrawn's Thrawn's whole thing is if you know the art you know of, the people. of the people, you know the people, you know how to beat the people. And in The Last Commando, somebody says, yeah, if all that's left are the artists, yeah. then you know how to beat them. <laughs> uh, season it's like three. if you look at Picasso, suddenly you'll know how to deal with me. Right, right. right? Like, just like, cut just off look your at Picasso. Yeah, and, just look at Picasso and hey, you can deal with Nick. Isn't that Van Gogh? Uh, Didn't sure. Van Gogh cut well, off there we go. See? I don't even know. <laughs> Different guy. Different guy. Uh, through Imperial Eyes is the other episode in which Thrawn's great intellect is on full display. Heroes of Mandalore, parts one and two. This is where you learn about Bo-Katan, which right. we might see in, in Ahsoka as well. And then the end of this is where it starts to get a little, I don't want to say jump the shark, but it definitely changes in the world between worlds. Right is where suddenly now there's this whole thing, which I wonder if they're going to get into in Ahsoka at all. I watched a, an interview with Dave Filoni recently where he talked about the world between worlds. And because uh, a lot of people see it as cheating. Okay. Like time travel. But like apparently there's a very specific thing with the world between worlds. Like, you know, Ezra couldn't just like hop back and save by uh, Kanan like that okay. just wasn't that's not something you can't just go to the world between worlds and open a door and there you are in the past it the world between worlds is is more spiritual than that and like okay. it's your world between worlds like it, it 
you have to watch the the, the interview interview because yeah. he you know it's Dave Filoni and he has yeah. very specific views on this stuff. He sure does. Um, but he he explained it in a way that's a little less shark jumpy. Okay. Uh, and again, I don't mind the world between worlds. I, I actually like all the interesting force spiritual stuff they get sure, into. Sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, check out that interview with Dave Filoni. It's interesting. Uh, and the world between worlds is is kind of like a place that they go into and then they can travel through time. They go forwards or backwards right. to different different points in time. So but it's, if you but haven't it's seen like it. points in time for that person. Right. Like he heard like Ezra heard voices in the world between worlds, like different like voices from from the Star Wars universe. But he couldn't quite flesh them out. He couldn't hear them like who they are, or where they were, because they weren't really him. They weren't okay. really in relation to his journey. Right. But like the door to the Vader and Ahsoka battle and, and seeing Ezra, those are his journey. And so he had a more clear view of those okay. in the world. Between in the world worlds. between worlds. Okay. Uh, and then the, this says family reunion and farewell. I'm not sure. It's got to be like the last episode. Right? Yeah. If that's the last episode. I'm sure that's like when. You know, we see Ezra go away with the whales. Yeah, so, so, we, so we, we gotta know. You know, if you if you don't know what happened to Thrawn before this, you're gonna be a little lost when all of a sudden you see all these giant space whales. Oh, there it is. Family reunion and farewell is season four, episode fifteen. It's the very last one. Ezra's okay. team takes drastic action to free Lothel, entering Imperial HQ, and Thrawn's return to stop them. Uh, and then this says. The World Between Worlds is, uh, okay, sorry. Although it would be good for fans unfamiliar with Star Wars Rebels to watch all the aforementioned episodes to get a strong grasp on Ahsoka's prior history and those she'll soon be reuniting with in live action series, the finale is a must-watch episode before Ahsoka starts streaming on Disney+. The episode establishes why both Ezra and Thrawn are missing from the original trilogy, and the trailer for Ahsoka confirms the show will take place soon after Star Wars Episode Rebels epilogue where Ahsoka herself returned to ask for Sabine's help finding Ezra. All in all, it's become evident that Ahsoka will serve as a direct sequel to Star Wars Rebels. Yep. So if you don't want to watch all 77 episodes, if you don't want to watch the 16 episodes that were listed in, in screen rant, At the very least. At the very least, watch, watch the episode f- season 4, episode 15, the very last one. Because that's where... Ahsoka will up. probably pick up from, so it'll give you a little bit of history into that. But for real, watch at the very least these episodes that they're talking yeah, about. Yeah, these if sixteen because these sixteen have a lot of Ahsoka in it, where the other ones have a lot more rebels in it. And but but I feel like you're just going to be very behind and and clueless if you don't know the characters. Yeah, you know, like yeah. have have a basic understanding of who Hera is and yeah, who Ezra is and why they are where they are. And Sabine, why the, and especially. Sabine especially, yeah, and and why uh, and apparently Hera and Ezra or Hera and uh, uh, Kanan's kid is going to be in this. Oh, yeah, they had a kid. Okay, um, I forget what his name is, but apparently. Their kid is going to be um, featured in this show. Okay. And my question is: Is he going to be a Twi'lek? Yeah. Is, is he, he going to be, be a Twi'lek? Is he going to be human? Is he only going to have one? Leku? One Leku and hair on the other hair side. Hair on the other side. Just like long hair and a he'll Leku. Have, he'll have braids well, on this side. Maybe two Leku, but and like hair. dreads in between. Some like hair that. mixed in between there. Well, you think about like uh, Yaddle. Yaddle has that weird head of hair on top yeah, of her head. She does. 
anyway. Anyway, so, so that'd be pretty cool. That's if it, is. it, man. You gotta go check those out. Um, yeah. So in the meantime, we are going to be watching season two and right. reporting back on it soon. Yes. Um, we got to do that pretty soon, I guess. Pretty we soon, only got yeah. like two weeks before. Yeah, we're, we're running out of time for the, for four seasons. We got three more seasons to go. Uh, so we might do season two and three, maybe combined, and then go through. And then Nick is gone. Oh, band camp. Oh, band camp comes. Band camp is going to me- mess oh, everything boy. up. Well, you know, it is what it is. It is what it is. Um, so. But yeah, that's season one. Uh, we are excited to break down more seasons for you in the coming weeks. Yes. So go watch those episodes if you've not seen any of them. If you've seen them all, go watch them again. Um, and like we've said a thousand times, and we'll say it a thousand more times, we really enjoyed Rebels. Yep. Even for a cartoon, it was really good. Yeah, I mean, it's, again, you have to push past the animation every now and then. Um, but if you, if it, it's not near as much as you would think. No. Honestly, no. after the a while. storytelling start, is really good. You start just yeah. listening and watching and enjoying. And, and there's been other cartoons since Rebels, Star Wars cartoons since Rebels that were very resistant. I watched, it was much more kid-based yeah. than Rebels is. I've started watching Tales of the Jedi. Okay. Have with, you watched any of those? With your daughter? No. That with my wife. With your wife, okay. So, have you watched any of the Tales of the Jedi? No. Are they good? They're they're not for kids. They're pretty dark. Oh, really? Yeah, like they're only fifteen minute episodes. Yeah, but they follow like Mace Windu, Ahsoka, and Dooku. Like, oh no, I saw those. Yeah. Yes, yes. There's only, there's only like six or seven. Six, yeah, there's like there's like t- two or four episodes for each kid, of them. Yeah. Per, yeah. They're, I haven't finished them yet, but they're really I thought good. you were talking about the Young, uh, no, young, young Star. Jedi. Young I have not Jedi. seen that yet. Okay. Uh, that's next, though, because I will tell you, it is it is just delight to my heart when I'm sitting there watching Rebels and, like, something is happening on screen and Evangeline looks up and goes, ha-ha! <laughs> she like, loves it, man. You're like, she, yes, she Star lo- Wars. Like, certain characters, too, like like Hera. Okay. She sees Hera and she's like, that's rad, man. I like she's her. Like, Whoa, she's cool. Yeah, man. Yeah. So, um, anyway, yeah, that's all. That's it. Come uh, come listen to us. We'll be coming back at with another one pretty darn soon. Pretty soon, hopefully, yeah. Um, um, check out all our all, all our social, uh, social meds, all ears up, uh, ears up in depth. Uh, scraping the vault, vaulting the scrape, vaulting the scrape. Supreme Resort tacos. Where they, taco they, they, Supreme. Talk about, they talk about all different types all of different Greek types yogurt of, and sour cream yeah. and Puny Pod, where Puny they talk Pod. about everything Marvel that there is to know about Marvel. All of us here on the Ears Up Network. And all our social meds, Bantha Milk this, Bantha Milk Podcast at gmail.com. We're on, uh, we're not on threads yet. We got to nope. get on We're that. still on X, even we're though we don't on, check stop, it at all. Don't call it X. I X. Can't, I can't handle it. Stop calling it X. No Degeneration. Degeneration. <laughs> yeah. Oh, suck. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, check us out. Uh, we'll be coming back at you with more Star Wars action soon. But Very in soon. the meantime, we have spoken. We have not drinking this. No, we have not. We have <laughs> spoken. <laughs>